We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 90. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I thought that the appropriate name for this episode would be Tornado Warning. What do you think? Well, we had a few. We had a few, yes. Uh, yeah, we got quite a bit to talk about today on the on the podcast, and, and we're going to have a big chat fest today because we have a special guest returning with us she's a recurring character recurring character in the storm dark plot shara taylor welcome back to the podcast thank you once again for having me yes uh, she's on her phone over there looking through all sorts of weather jargon and she's like that all the time yeah constantly. i'm always looking at weather constantly looking at records and man I just Alaska. Want to stay informed. Well, yeah. Well, you know. See now, Corey. I know where you get all your weather. Yeah, stuff absolutely. Is, is. It's really me. I'm giving him the information. So, so truth, you're, the truth is out. You're the other half of Stormdar weather, not Corey. So, yep. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, gosh, where to start? Um, we did the live cast yesterday. Uh, Storm Prediction Center has been pegging this for five days. We had the day five. Uh, we said this on the live cast last night. Uh, they had something going on the day four moved a little bit closer day three which okay i thought this was interesting day three they just put a marginal did you notice that yeah they the, went from us well, well it was a 15 percent down to confidence. marginal marginal yeah and i thought oh well it's not going to do anything and then day two it was like eh, okay it's going up to slight but was branson in on day two huh well no not in slight no uh we were in marginal, yeah. but, but not slight. Right. And then on day one, that, that morning, the morning thing, it's 1 like, 1 a.m. Oh, yes. Corey I, and I were both up. I posted it as soon as I saw it. Yeah. We were going, okay. So then the slight kept getting closer. And then the 7, 7.30 or 8 o'clock update, a.m. The yeah. next one. Yeah, I think it's like 8 or something. Anyway, that came out. With, was that the one with the, with the, that was the one with the enhanced on it. They the had, first but, one. But Branson wasn't in it yet. No, 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 no. Not yet. But yeah, that morning, and that's where like... No, it, it, uh, there was a 1 a.m. had enhanced also. It wasn't anywhere near here. It wasn't was here, yeah. Fort Smith area, Fayetteville. Yeah, because it, it looked like it was it was focused more down in eastern Oklahoma and in some in northwest Arkansas. So Corey and I were like, okay, well, eh, you know, and then... Uh, uh, saw some TV weather personalities start kind of getting excited. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. And then the 1130 uh, SPC came out, and the Enhanced was really a lot closer to Branson. And then by the, the was that the, anyway, yeah, no, no, at the 11, 1130, Branson was just barely in it. Yeah. And then at, at uh, 3 o'clock, a lot of Southwest Missouri. So, I mean, All the way to Springfield. Yeah, their enhanced. confidence was really getting, getting more... Uh, Sure. Well, and and I think they did a great job on that because when you start getting in, in those enhanced 
risk areas, you start being a little more apt to see some uh, spinners or some frontline spinners. Definitely. Or, and uh, that's what we saw. Yeah, and that's exactly what they were saying. This thing is, is what we call a QLCS uh, QLCS tornadoes, quasi-linear convective system, or uh, quasi-linear, quasi means kind of, uh, linear means line in a convective system, so uh, a big kind of line of thunderstorms. And with these bow echoes, and that's exactly what we saw last night, and uh, uh, it, it was really strange because at 7 o'clock at night, the sky was clear. Stars the, were out. Stars were out. It was calm. Wind was calm. And I kept thinking. I was driving driving to work, and I was going, you know. No, I wasn't driving to work. I was driving somewhere. But I was thinking, uh, oh, I was driving uh, to the uh, disc golf course. <laughs> it was Sunday. Sunday, I'm going to play disc golf. But anyway, I was thinking, you know, in six hours, it's going to be a lot different than it is right now. In six hours. It's like... That's a, to me, that's kind of amazing because it was a beautiful evening. The sunset, light breezes, temperature was perfect. And in six hours, I knew, oh boy, stuff's going to break loose. So we did the live cast. Uh, with, that was at 4.30, right, Corey? Yes. The, 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 the live cast. And we and, uh, showed the, the, uh, the NAM. See, that NAM, it nailed it. The NAM nailed this one the the heavy line of thunderstorms and and uh if you don't know what we're talking about you can go back on our our facebook page storm Dare weather click photos videos or click videos go in there and you can see our live cast and that nam was like holy crap it was showing this massive massive uh, line and that is exactly what transpired and we saw it coming we saw it coming. We were waiting on it. Corey and I were texting all evening. We were waiting on it to develop in Kansas. And once it started initiating, then bam, bam. It, it just, you know, uh, Texas was first. Yeah. They got a watch issued before we did. Way before. And then they had that unfortunate happening in Dallas. Now, what what was that all about in, in, in Dallas? It Talk about that. Well, they had, you know, the tornado warning issued and... and I sent you a, a link, remember, our buddy Jeff Petrowski yes. is a chaser, and he was in Dallas, and, 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 and you could tell he was a bit worried and scared. It's hard on a chaser to chase at night. Yeah, chasing at night is so dangerous. Chasing at night is and bad. And he knew there was a tornado on the Never ground. Never do that again. He knew there was a tornado on the ground because there was debris raining on him. Debris falling on the sky onto him. Yeah, you know. He could not. He could not find the tornado, so he was a bit, uh, you know, un- unnerved. Uh, yeah, uneasy. distraught. Well, no, because I listened to him for a while, and he he actually sounded almost scared. Oh yeah. Well, and that... again, like you said, Shara, at night you cannot see. The only way you can tell, I mean, other than the debris coming out, the only way you can tell is when a lightning flash. Right, you know, and you then you see the this strike. huge wedge tornado. Like, holy crap! It was what a beautiful tornado once they finally found it, and lightning flashed. It was. I never saw it. Really? No, I kept well, at watching. First, it was a stovepipe, oh. and, and it looked like it just wasn't moving. It was just a stovepipe. Wow! And then it kind of turned into a small wedge, up to EF three, and, and that surprised me. I thought yeah. it might be a two, but it went up to EF three, and it, it yeah, when really you said tore three, some I thought, stuff wow, up. Wow, that's kind of. Yeah, and and if you don't know what we're talking about, stovepipe and wedge and stuff, our weather school today is about tornadoes. It explains all the different types of tornadoes and what they do. So uh, that's a really really interesting one to uh, to listen to. Yeah, it just uh, yeah, and it stayed on the ground for a while. I it, think didn't it? It did. Yeah, and lots of damage. We don't know. 
I don't know about that. These storms had a look to them. They they weren't. They were. Oh yeah. Even the ones coming through Oklahoma towards us, they they did they, they they weren't. To me, they weren't a gentle. You could tell it wasn't going to be a gentle squat line coming through. They no. it, it looked mean. They they looked raging. They looked angry. Yeah. And and I get you know you you and me both had those velocities right on there. And and every now and then we'd see one kind of spin up. Well, I knew we were in trouble. When the SPC decided to pop a tornado watch for all of Southwest Missouri, I thought, okay, yeah. yeah, okay, there we go. What what was the criteria? Hail to two and a half inches diameter, wind gust to eighty yeah, miles an see, hour. Possible? At first, hail wasn't going to be that big of a deal. Right. It was going to be the wind and right. the possible possible spin ups. And I don't, I didn't even see any hail reports. All I saw was oh, I wind. saw tons in Oklahoma. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, somebody sent us a picture. Did you see it? Oh, I did see that. I don't remember where that came from. Oh, Lori uh, Mosier, I think. Lori, somebody. I'll, I'll go back and find it in a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With that huge, it fit. Tennis ball? Yeah. Or Now, most of the hell was, was small, a little over pea size, between pea size and nickel to quarter size. But somewhere in Oklahoma, it, it absolutely covered the ground and looked like snow. Oh, wow. So they had some hail. And you had mentioned that you thought you maybe had heard some hail hitting your roof last night. I, I'm pretty sure I, I, I wasn't big, but you know you can tell the difference between rain hitting and little ice pellets hitting every now and yeah, then. I mean, it wasn't for sure like a massive hail, but it's like okay, those are really, really, really big raindrops, or probably some small hail out of that. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. But here was the interesting thing. I mean, you and I were following this this thing raging across Southwest Missouri. Um, okay. <laughs> Tornado warnings. We kind of saw rotation, and I saw it kind of coming, and I think I texted you, and I said, this thing is going to get warned any second. And about 15 seconds later, they popped the tornado warning. In uh, a Christian County, was it Christian? Is that the first one, Christian County? Yeah, there were several uh, in Christian County. And then, County. like in the Republic area, and another one. And these things were coming in duels. They were coming in pairs. Right. Same and, and Dallas was the same. Dallas way. was the same. It was weird. It was it, you have one tornado warning uh, box, and about 10, 12 miles away, bam, there was another tornado warning box. It was crazy. So if you remember uh, last night, if anybody was following us, I know the people were following us. <laughs> that there was a tornado warning for Springfield, and that box, and again. Like we just said, like 15, 20 miles to the southeast of that, another tornado warning popped for uh, Christian County, which we, uh, we we did our live cast right before this on, on Facebook. But uh, uh, we have, as of tonight, three confirmed tornadoes. And I have, let's see, I, I called that up. Uh, the National Weather Service has gone out and... Uh, uh, and, and they're all in Christian County, so something happened in Christian County with this line. Uh, so the first one is in the Highlandville, Sparta area, which I watched, and I know you did too. Its rating was EF1, uh, estimated winds of 90 miles an hour. The path length was almost 12 miles. That's that's one. Yeah. Yeah, a ma the max width was uh, 150 yards and no injuries. That's so, the one I was tracking on radar. It was very pronounced a pronounced notch on that line it was that spin-up thing you know and i was that's what i was telling people last night when we did our live cast is like we're not talking about these huge ef3 4 and 5 tornadoes these are frontline spinners and that's exactly what these were and they're ef0 ef1 maybe ef2 but that would be very rare for the frontliners um 
So and it, and okay, and then the second one, uh, I'm just going down the list on the weather service. Southeast Rogersville, Linden, Christian County. Again, going into Webster County, that was another EF one, and it was a little stronger. Uh, peak winds they estimated at 100 miles per hour. The path length was uh, almost six and a half miles, and the max width was 250 yards. That's a little bit bigger uh-huh. than the other one. And the uh, third one that we have so far as Wilson's Creek Battlefield, and that's the one that's in the panhandle of Christian County that was going, I bet, going towards Springfield. I'm sure that's one. Uh, these are not in order of occurrence. Uh, the, but that was an EF0, which means uh, estimated wind peak winds of 85 miles an hour. It did um, do some damage to the uh, the battlefield there on oh, yeah? Wilson's Creek. Okay. Uh, tree, bunch that. of trees down. I I, uh, I keep track of that place because uh, I have ancestors buried there. Their, their cabin is is on that property at in the park. So. Oh really? They uh they they get weather quite often, whether it be ice storms or high winds, and people have to go in and clean that up. It's it's that plateau. It's that flat land. Right. It's got to it be is exactly what it is. Yeah, but but that path link was uh was four and three quarter miles. The max width was a hundred. So that was a smaller one. Um, and it's so funny because my, my mother, uh, was, was getting ready to go to bed and I said, well, just go on, just go to bed. And it's like, if anything happens, I'll, I'll call you, uh, or whatever. So I think she went right to sleep and about 20 minutes later, they popped that severe thunderstorm warning. But I, I saw the polygon box, uh, from, from this one at, at Wilson's Creek and it just, it, it was just South of her house and knowing you know, from experience watching these tornadoes, how they behave in, in these these polygons, I knew it was not going to be a threat to her, so I just let her sleep. And I think she slept all the way through it. Wow. I have a lot of friends that posted that they never woke up, they never heard anything. We saw that. We saw that. It was so. I mean, we got lots of comments. Uh, I mean, they're probably not avid weather people like me. It's like if I know something's happening, I ain't going to sleep. You, you're gonna. Well, and have to... I guess the sirens were having issues in Branson. I had several people oh, posted they? that the sirens tried to go off, but then stopped. I don't know. Well, that'd be a Ted Martin. Thing. I hadn't heard that. I mean, I've heard it on Facebook. I know. I, I don't know. If, not officially. I, I just. I don't heard know people if they saying... officially got sounded. I'm sure they did in Branson. Although the, the actual warning polygon was south of Branson, it was close enough. It was very close to Branson. I thought they had to sound them if it was even a county over. It, de- it, it, it no. It depends. No. Uh, it, it, no. If it's a tornado for Stone, they would not fire them. Or for, like within your county, I guess. Well, if it's in, in I the mean, county, your county, yes. Can be really big, but I thought they still sounded them. Well, I mean, e- even if it's in eastern Taney County, like east of Taneyville and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, they will fire them in Branson because that county is what. That see, that's my kind so of. It, 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 it depends on now. Now you'll get the alert on your app. They won't always sound the sirens if it's okay. past us. It's way, yeah, they shouldn't. If no. it's if it's obviously past us and Branson is not in any threat or danger at all, they should not fire the sirens, in my opinion. And no. th- that's probably... But now they're yeah. outdoor warning sirens. They're not tornado right, sirens. Right. Yeah. yeah, they're not tornado we'll, sirens. We learned all about this earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense. Right. I mean, it does make and sense. And they're not meant to be heard I indoors. have so many people exactly. that still get on... And they're like, I can barely hear them, or I didn't hear them, and it's like they're not. That's not meant. Some to people be. don't even have tornado sirens. Yeah, you need. Yeah, a I don't radio. in my house. That's for yeah. sure. And see that phrase that 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 Ted used. I totally agree with. They're outdoor alert sirens. They they're not for, indoor. Yeah. They're outdoor. That's what I always tell people. I'm like, they are for people out on the lake, outdoors working. If you if you're at a game, if you're at a high school football game, you know anything that is outdoors. Yeah, because if you're inside. 
You should be watching the news or have a weather radio. You've got a weather radio. You've got TV. You've got radio. You've got internet. You've got Stormdar Weather. We're always here for you. And uh, yeah, you've got a whole bunch of things that you could do on the inside. So that's exactly So funny right. story. Okay. At work, we were talking about the weather coming in. This was early in the evening. Y- yesterday? And, yeah. So okay. we were talking about the weather that was going to be coming in, getting our preparation plans, you know, where we put the patients and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. And everybody was comparing notes of, you know, well, Stormdar said this or Stormdar said that, or, or they don't even think they said Stormdar. They were just saying, well, I saw this, I read this, I heard this, you know, on and on. And then one girl's like, well, I don't know. I checked the KY3 app. It's not saying anything. You did what? I mean, what? like, everybody looked at her like, you did what? Like, who looks at the KY3 app? <laughs> We're like we all looked at Stormdar. <laughs> no, no, Stormdar I sorry, we can't be special. friends. Stormdar is very special. Well, it, no, I get it. And we, and People actually, are loyal to us, and I, we appreciate that. We'll do our best to get that out there. But we always say, and and even though I want to promote us and do us, you know, make sure that we're the, the number one, we we should not be your only source of weather information. We should be a big source. But we should not be the only source. You should have the weather radio. You should have the TVs. You could have all you this stuff. You should have a friend that knows weather. A friend. You know, I think everybody should be our friend. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Shara, uh, we've had, we saw, and several people commented that uh, that they had the KY3 first alert app, and it didn't, it didn't even say anything about that and then but we hit it first i had several people on facebook i saw too that were there like one lady had said that she had just moved here recently from oklahoma and she was shocked that she was trying she was checking all the local news and even going to their websites and she's like i couldn't find anything she's like i couldn't find any up-to-date weather and she's like she's from oklahoma and there they go i mean right you're not going to find oklahoma we call it wall to wall meaning unending coverage if there's any type of storms it doesn't have to be Tornadic, but they no, go wall to wall in Tulsa, and so Oklahoma they're State. used to that. They're so that, used to you, something that's what happens. Used to. Bam! They need to go to another part okay. of the she country. It is not Darno. like that. Yes. Yeah. Wait. Say say that again, Shara. I mean, like she definitely knows about Stormdar, and but it wasn't me. Like I wasn't the one that posted it. Somebody else. Like three or four people chimed in and started posting Stormdar.com. Stormdar. Like, oh really? Yeah. Or or Facebook or Facebook whatever. Yeah. And we we always. So that's why our website almost crashed with so many. Th- that's people probably. On our <laughs> Yeah, we love it. We love it. I mean, guys, uh, you know, we, we want to make our website accessible to everybody, and I think it's it's re- really good. I would, like you said before, I would love to have this this Stormdar Weather Network. You know, I we haven't mentioned it on the podcast, but we did mention it in the live cast right before this. Um, we we have uh, new toys. Yeah. Here at Stormdar Weather, we should, we should have had it years ago. Very expensive toys. They're they're expensive, so we had to do this. It is a uh, what? What's the technical name? It's the box is over there, Corey. I put it over. There. Yeah, I raised it up for the camera because we did a, a video live cast, and I don't remember the name. of it. Well, But you ordered it. It's a weather station, basically. What it is? Well, yeah, it's a weather station. Uh, an Osprey or a sensor. Well, that's the that's the uh, that's the. Uh, display console oh this display yeah. okay i i don't know see i i am the one that wants to just you know sit at the computer and do stuff and monitor and Corey's the video guy and he he knows all this cool stuff and that's why we are our live cast so professional on the roof yeah oh yeah that's funny uh yeah if you want to <laughs> you want to see oh, the video i haven't seen it yet Corey. okay i got i got i got to tell you this okay we got we got got the thing well 
my back was kind of out, and I'm old. And if my mother knew I would get on the roof, <laughs> she would have a conniption fit. So I told Corey. I wasn't Corey, thrilled to know Corey was on the roof. Well, I know, but while he was up there, he said, take, take a picture and send it to Sharon. <laughs> and you never responded back. I think I was sleeping. You were probably sleeping. You did like a late I mean, night. I think I saw it when I woke up and he was already home. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, yeah, Corey got up there. He was a trooper. Uh, right on that roof and installed the weather station up there and calibrated and everything. And Ran all those wires. Just, oh, gosh. Just getting it's wireless. Oh, well, yeah. Wireless. Like, there's no wires. Solar powered. <laughs> solar powered wireless. You can't get better. <laughs> that thing's always I know, spinning that, up there. That's the cool thing. It's solar powered. And we have this little... Um, uh, display, like you said, and it's in my kitchen, so I can see it. The the cool thing is, it updates every minute. I can see conditions every minute up there. And the even cooler thing is, Corey set this all up. If you go to our website, stormdarweather.com, the current conditions you see on there are from my roof. Now, why did we do that, people may ask. Well, what happens? Well, because it's candy to you and me. Is what well, it is. I did it. I had a reason, and, and I was frustrated oh, yeah. with the uh, Branson Airport Observation Station. Mm-hmm. I, I felt that at some points it wasn't accurate or wasn't updating throughout the day correctly. wasn't sending That's back true. the correct... Uh, uh, Conditions. You mean clear and rainy is not a, well. That's an one of them. <laughs> Which it did. By, by matter of fact, it did say that at one point. But like, they're a twenty-minute drive away from us. Yeah. Not in Branson, seven miles south of here. And that that and that's not the biggest factor in 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 different conditions that it would be sending to us in Branson. The biggest factor is the elevation. They are four hundred feet above us. Yes, that is. All the difference in the world. Yeah, they're 1,300 feet. They're way up on top of a mountain, which is where the plains need to come in, not the valleys, but on top of a mountain, seven miles south of here, and not even close to Branson. Now, my my house, which is stormed our headquarters, we call, is about, what what do we say, 880? Is that something like that? 870. 870, something like that. 880. which Which is comparable to the elevation of Branson. Well, you're pretty close. Yeah, I'm only like a mile and a half as the crow flies from downtown. Right. So, I, so I would say I'm really close to, to Branson, um, and it it gives a more accurate depiction of what the weather is doing in Branson. Now, that's your that's what you wanted. Now, what I wanted, and this is just an added bonus. You didn't really know that this was going to do oh, yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. But what it does, it gives it records. The weekly and monthly rec- records, like you know, it'll it'll record that. So when uh, Springfield comes out with with their the Springfield office, National Weather Service comes out with their monthly climate report. So it you know it and there's only four reporting stations. There's Springfield, Joplin, West Plains, and Rolla. Is it Rolla or Lebanon? Oh, I think it's Rolla. Yeah, and. And so it, it tells the, the monthly high, the monthly low, the average, the precipitation, how much rain did we get, what's the wind speed, blah, 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 all of this stuff. And since we are a Weather Ready Nation ambassador, we post it to our website because we have followers from everywhere all around here. And we get so many comments and questions. 
What about Branson? What is Branson's climate report? Well, guess what? We can make an unofficial climate report monthly for Branson. And, I mean, it, we have to say unofficial because it is not tied into the national, the official National Weather Service. But at least we will have something that can be – we will have a, a high, a monthly high, a monthly low precipitation, blah, blah, blah. So now That's going to help us out so much. Very much. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm th- You have it up on your little iPad I now. I do. We, uh, yeah, we have it all, all of our devices as this thing is uh, uh, up there sending information to us minute by minute. Seriously, by minute. It's crazy. I, I mean. I really like it. I love it, too. I mean, Cher's over there just thrilled to death. We had a peak I wind today of, 20, of 26.2 miles an hour. We're calm now. Outdoor temperature is 55. The dew point is 40.5. We are 10.8 degrees cooler than this time yesterday. See, I have we have all that information. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Now you, you you won't get like every little bit, every every single bit of information on there, but on our website, like we said, stormdarweather.com, when the current conditions, they, they tend to update like what every 10 minutes. I think that's when they update the. On, on the website, it'll update every like ten minutes. So you get six, six different readings there. Sometimes it's five minutes. Sometimes it's like ten minutes or whatever. As opposed to the National Weather Service and the AWAS and the ASAS, which only update every hour. So well, in their defense, yes, the government started placing those before the internet, and they were only meant to oh. update every hour. Uh, TV meteorologists or whoever had uh, an interest in the weather were able to check in right about 45 minutes past the hour or 10 minutes before the hour, and that thing would update. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, then along came the internet and instant gratification. The internet? My goodness, yeah. So we're able to give you a more accurate reading, a more accurate uh, feels-like temperature, a wind chill or a heat index. Uh, what's the humidity? What's the wind? Has that cold front came through? You're, being, you're going to be able to see it right there on our webpage, stormdarweather.com. Yes. Uh, like we just said, it's the minute updating. it happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's updating often because when you get these powerful cold fronts that come through, uh, which they will in this time of year, October, November, and December, they're, they're changing our atmosphere. You can actually track. I want to say minute by minute, but it's on our website. So it's probably like five, every five to 10 minutes. <laughs> By minute uh, of where that cold air is and all the pressure, and all you gotta do is hit you know refresh or you know reload on your on your uh, stormdarweather.com page. And I th- and we uh, something we're trying to do, and Corey can elaborate elaborate on this more. We've also got a button on there next to those that says switch to Springfield. So explain what happened on that one. Well, you hit that button. And it takes you to Springfield's current. We found a weather station that is exactly like ours. Yes. So it's going to update as often as ours. Uh, any watches and warnings that come through for that page are only going to be for Springfield. Your current conditions, your radar is geared towards Springfield. Your hourly temperatures, everything is, is geared towards Springfield and not towards Branson. So we have a lot of people up there that that love us. So we thought, well... And that's the biggest city around, so I thought, well, that's a 
good good starting point. Yeah, yeah. To starting, and what we would like to do is start a Stormdar Weather Network for all the towns around here. Wouldn't that be cool? And that way, you just have a drop down menu on our website. Pick your town. If we have a current something feeding current conditions out of that town, that's going to be one of the only places you're going to be able to find that because when you Say you're in Monette or wherever. There's I was not just thinking a, that. Beer City official, Aurora, Monette. There's exactly. not an official temperature observation station. Yeah, because you have to share Joplin or Springfield right. at that point. You don't have your own. So we're trying to go local here. That Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Even Galena. And that makes all the difference. Galena. I mean, Galena's oh, in yeah. Stone County. Absolutely. Forsyth. We have people. Oh, we have people in Forsyth. Oh, lots of people in Forsyth. That's true. Maybe we can host. Maybe we can ask somebody to host. Well, we'd have to get another system. Well, we need to have a fundraiser. To, we need a fundraiser. To raise some money for some uh, so more of these sensors. We're going to work on that. <laughs> I'm not but, sure everyone this understands. Is an, this is, but an this awesome is actually idea. very expensive to run all this, but it's a, it's yeah. an you guys awesome, don't charge anything. It's an awesome idea to have a network. Yeah. It's kind of like Coco Ross in a and way. It, and if we can have them at the houses of Stormdar uh, people, uh, our, our fans the and houses our followers. of Stormdar people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Your people call my people. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yes, that way no, they can right. have a vested interest in the website as well. Because yeah, they, they have can a, get all the data. Right. They can get all that stuff. And if you need help installing it, I'm a pro. Corey's a pro. Yeah. He'll get on your roof. I won't. But 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 uh, no. I, I no. It didn't take you that need long. To increase it your really life insurance didn't. first. Yeah. It did, it only took like what a half hour? Oh yeah. Well after the box and fell. And that off. was without me knowing what I was doing. Now <laughs> now I know what I'm doing. Yeah, he he can destroy your roof with a big old pole and <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, we've been talking a lot about that. Um well, why don't we talk a little bit about the upcoming weather i mean we had this we had this uh powerful cold front come through all this severe weather i mean it moved out quick we've uh, today has been beautiful um we're gonna have a couple of days but then we've got we've been hinting the gfs and the models have been hinting of another powerful cold blast coming through i it's not looking like it's going to be that powerful but we do have another front um and i've said the past two two and a half weeks ever since october october is the month we're going to have these series of cold fronts coming through we just had a big one now we're going to have a moderate one come through probably thursday and friday um they're talking like a really cold rain thursday it's uh, going to be a well it's not november yet so i can't say cold november rain but no we're getting there but that's a song it's my favorite song but cold november November rain. Oh, November rain. November rain. Anyway, uh, I should know that. <laughs> no, but I mean, but it'll it'll cool things down. I mean, we're still not looking at freezing. Uh, I looked at the forecast grids; they're only talking about mid mid to upper thirties. So we're not talking about the huge, you know, master blaster that's going to put us highs in the forties and lows in twenties. We're not there yet. I mean, it's mm-hmm. only October. Um, so we're gonna we're ca- calling it the thermal roller coaster. It was what sixty was it sixty said mid sixties today. Tomorrow will be up to seventy or whatever. Yep. And Wednesday maybe around seventy, and then Thursday another cold front. The thermal sling slingshot. I think that was how a, much a podcast. cold it's weird rain because in the car at? it's hot, but if you step yeah. outside the car you're freezing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not. I don't think we're looking at a lot of rain. We're not looking at. Uh, I mean, what what are you seeing? Are you seeing something more half subs- inch? Yeah, it just doesn't look much the, the wpc is not really 
Yeah, I mean, this is a weaker system with some cooler air behind it, not a not an intense system like the last one. We're just going to have to... Yeah, I, that's the cold punch. But here's the big question. How are the leaves doing? Did you take a, your trip hey, down the high road If you had yet? your keyboard on, I would have you play a song for me. Oh, yeah. it's not on. Well... That song would be a, a the unfortunate death march. Leaves are not looking good. Dun, dun. Oh no! Let's see. Let's, I take my wife. Well, this lady sitting next to me. I, I take her to work a lot, and she works over in the Forsyth area. And yeah, the the leaves from here to there just are. It's not looking good. It's usually a very pretty drive, and it's it's kind of dull and dead. So there's factors that you know factored into that. One, we got too cold. That's what you were saying last week. It's just we got too cold too fast. We didn't have enough moisture before in the in the weeks to months beforehand. We almost did, but not. Well, we didn't. Other areas around us did. Oh, you're talking Branson, yeah. But what we needed was several nights in the low 50s. Yeah. And we got several nights in the low 40s. And one it, time we actually dropped to 32 degrees. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Which is not good. Well, that good. kills it. And that's what it did. Dang it. Unfortunately. Well, so it doesn't look like you're going to have much of a foliage report. Now, some trees do. Like the trees at the hospital, they, they're red as can be. But, you know, they're irrigated. They're, mm-hmm. They have water running to them every night. So they're pretty. Uh, yeah, they're 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 groomed. So so they're going to yeah. do that. Well, and I, I forgot to. That's one thing I forgot to ask my mother about that because last week she started talking about the the Green Lawn Cemetery just north of Springfield is one of the most beautiful areas. And I remember because I lived about half mile from there, and it's just beautiful. These all you know any cemetery trees. Just if you, anybody's been to Springfield, the the Green Lawn North. Uh, the the cemetery the trees are magnificent and I haven't been up there I'm hoping I really need to go up there like Thursday where is that I I thought the Green Lawn was there right there on James River but that's not that's a different one right no that's Green Lawn South okay got, I didn't see this yeah. I did not know there were two yeah basically uh, Green Lawn North I think was first and uh, if you take National all the way till National Dead Ends North I've been there. Yeah, well, the, you run into Green okay. Lawn. Okay, I didn't. Know. Uh, it turned. Yeah, National will turn into Valley Water Mill. At that point, oh, okay, and, and it'll turn to the it'll veer to the right, and yeah. you get Maranatha, and it'll go to Glenstone, basically. Well, if you don't veer to the right and keep going straight, you're going into Greenlawn Cemetery North, oh, okay. and it's just it's just beautiful. But I, I usually ask her, and I forgot to ask her because uh, she went to the bank the other day if, if the leaves were trying to turn or wanting to turn. But still, I think Springfield got colder, you know, than we did, and. But they had more moisture than we did too. Yeah, we didn't drop to thirty two that for that long, but we were in the forties for several did we, nights. Okay, did we actually get to thirty two at the airport? It was thirty two. Okay, for an uh, hour or two. So thirteen hundred feet up, seven miles Correct. south. This okay. was pre stormed our weather station. Yeah. So I was feeding Branson Airport information into our website. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So we got a you know we got. The wind chill was down to 30. It was cold that, that morning. Well, the wind chill is going to be, yeah. But it was cold for that being that early in the year. Yeah. We had that freeze warning. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a frost advisory, and all of a sudden, bam, freeze warning. See, I just wasn't sure. Now we can tell because we've got all the records. 
<laughs> you can go back and look exactly what temperature. Now, I can set it up on my Google Home, even mm-hmm. if it's here. I can say, what was the temperature for October 20th, 2012, if I had a weather station all the way going back oh, yeah. then? And yeah. it will tell me for that day what wow. the highs and lows were. I don't have to go on a computer or anything to look it up. So I thought that was pretty cool. Well, you're you're so technological advanced. What, Cheryl? What's it like living living with a technical nerd? She doesn't you really know how don't to, want to know my answer. She she. That's why you work she all the tries time. <laughs> her best to deal with my deal technical with genius. Your nerdiness, yes. She tries to fit in a little bit. She. I can act like I'm listening with the best of there them. There you go. There you go. I just nod and mm-hmm a lot. Well, hey, you know, that that's all you need to do. There you go. Well, let's move on to the tropics. Uh, very interesting things to tell everybody on the tropics this time. Uh, on the Atlantic, we have nothing brewing in the Atlantic. Wow. And, uh, okay, so let's go over to the Eastern Pacific. And we've got nothing brewing in the Eastern Pacific. The, there was the, a few this past week, though, over there. Yeah, but they just kind of calmed down. This kind of went away. But, I mean, the only thing that, that we're seeing in the, is in the Central Pacific, it, a disturbance about 1,800 miles southeast of Hilo, Hawaii. Uh, they say it's getting better organized and moving west-northwest at 10, but the, 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 the five-day confidence if something's going to happen is only 40%, which is an orange X. So... We may be just kind of, you know, on a on our calming down tropics. I mean, Makes we're getting sense. to November. I mean, the 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 end, uh, hurricane season goes to the end of November, and we're almost to November, so it just kind of makes sense that this is going down here. Oh gosh, we talked a lot about tornadoes, so why don't we get to the weather school? And the weather school is about the tornadoes, what types of tornadoes, how they form, and just all sorts of cool stuff. So let's do that now. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. Spring is prime severe weather season and atmospheric conditions are getting ripe for tornadoes. This is a tornado warning. The National Weather Service has issued a tornado warning. A tornado is a rapidly rotating column of air that is in contact with both the surface of the earth and a cumulonimbus cloud. The windstorm is often referred to as a twister, whirlwind, or a cyclone. If you were to look down from the sky toward the surface of the earth, then you'll see that the winds travel counterclockwise around the storm system in the northern hemisphere. Tornadoes come in many shapes and sizes, and they are often visible in the form of a condensation funnel originating from the base of a cumulonimbus cloud, with a cloud of rotating debris and dust beneath it. 
Most tornadoes have wind speeds less than 110 miles per hour, or about 250 feet across, and travel just a few miles before dissipating. The most extreme tornadoes can attain wind speeds of more than 300 miles per hour, are more than two miles in diameter, and stay on the ground for dozens of miles. Other tornado-like phenomena that exist in nature include the gustnado, the dust devil, the fire whirl, and the steam devil. Tornadoes occur most frequently in North America, particularly in central and southeastern regions of the United States, colloquially known as Tornado Alley. They also occur in southern Africa, northwestern and southeast Europe, western and southeastern Australia, New Zealand, Bangladesh, and adjacent eastern India, and southeastern South America. Tornadoes can be detected before or as they occur through the use of pulse Doppler radar by recognizing patterns in velocity and reflectivity data, such as the hook echoes or debris balls, as well as through the efforts of storm spotters. There are several scales for rating the strength of tornadoes. The Fujita scale rates tornadoes by damage caused and has been replaced in some countries by the updated Enhanced Fujita scale. An F0 or EF0 tornado, the weakest category, damages trees, but not substantial structures. An F5 or EF5 tornado, the strongest category, rips buildings off their foundations and can deform large skyscrapers. There are several different types of tornadoes. One is called a rope tornado. Rope tornadoes are some of the smallest and most common types of tornadoes, getting their name from their rope-like appearance. Most tornadoes begin and end their life cycle as a rope tornado before growing into a larger twister or dissipating into thin air. However, some may last for only a few brief minutes, retaining their rope-like appearance the entire time that they are in contact with the ground. Despite their small size, they can still be dangerous to those in their path. Although rope tornadoes may look weaker than much larger ones, some get more intense as they narrow and tighten. Another type is a cone tornado. When people think of a tornado rolling across the plains in the central U.S., a cone tornado is often what comes to mind. Cone tornadoes, similar to rope tornadoes, get their name from their shape. They are narrower where they touch the ground than where they meet at the base of the associated thunderstorm. These are generally more dangerous than rope tornadoes as their paths tend to be wider and they can leave a larger trail of damage. A stovepipe tornado is similar to a cone, the main difference being that they are generally the same width at the base of the thunderstorm as where they meet the ground. Another kind is a wedge tornado. Some of the largest and most destructive tornadoes in history fall in the category of a wedge tornado. Wedge tornadoes can appear wider than they are tall, 
and they can leave behind a large trail of destruction in their wake. Wedges are usually major tornadoes, meaning that they are given a rating of EF3 or higher. Some of the worst tornadoes in history were wedge tornadoes, including the El Reno tornado that tracked across Oklahoma on May 31, 2013. This was the widest tornado ever recorded, growing to 2.6 miles wide during the height of the storm. Multivortex and Satellite Tornadoes Some supercell thunderstorms can produce multiple tornadoes throughout the life of the storm, but others may produce multiple twisters at the same time. Supercell thunderstorms are organized storms that have a strong circulation. This circulation is what helps lead to the formation of a tornado. Multivortex means that you have at least two, if not more, little areas that are swirling around the main parent circulation. While multivortex tornadoes have small ropes spinning around them, in extreme cases, a storm can produce two tornadoes spinning independently of each other. When this occurs, the second tornado that forms is called a satellite tornado. These are extremely rare and can lead to multiple trails of damage in the wake of the storm. Another kind is a water spout or a land spout. These may look like tornadoes, but they can develop when no thunderstorms are in the area. Although water spouts are always tornadoes by definition, they don't officially count in tornado records unless they hit land. While some water spouts develop the same way that tornadoes do, many are not associated with supercell thunderstorms. They are smaller and weaker than most intense Great Plains tornadoes, but still can be quite dangerous. Despite being weaker than most tornadoes, they can still be strong enough to overturn boats and create rough seas. No matter what type of whirling dervish comes down from the sky, the best thing to do is find shelter immediately. Never ignore a tornado warning when it is issued for your community. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you should know what a stovepipe, a wedge, a rope. You remember another one? The types of tornadoes. It was about tornadoes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were researching and talking during, during the weather school. So. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Let's get... Now, we have a new segment that we're introducing that we're probably going to be keeping. It is called In Other News. And I thought this was very, very interesting. The Halley's Comet will bring meteors to the Earth in tonight's Orionids shower. Now, the Orionids, uh, I'm not sure what the Orionids is, but, okay, is it Halley's? I heard it as Halley's, but some people call it Halley's. Yeah, so I grew up calling it Halley's. I did, too. I, I saw it when it I was Haley's. nine years old. It was the big thing to do in third grade. Yeah. Go out and look for that in that week. That we could see it. That Haley's Comet, yes. Haley's Comet. 
Well, that's what I'm going to say. Uh, it's going to be Haley's. Uh, and it's tonight. Tonight, uh, we're recording this on Monday, October 21st. And the uh, the, the actual Orionid shower is from October 2nd all the way through November 7th. But the peak is tonight and tomorrow night. So Monday night, the 21st, and Tuesday night, the 22nd, between 11.30 p.m. and dawn, uh, we're going to have 20 an hour which I can deal with that. So that's one every three minutes. I mean, average. Sometimes it's a surprise. Sometimes it gives you more. Uh, on, like a on burst this, or something? On this particular meteor shower. Mm-hmm. Because this is the remnants of Haley's Comet. You, now, you can't see the comet. No. You can't see no. the comet until 2061. Yeah. So what would you say is like every 60 Se- 75 70? to 76 years. Yeah. So last it's not last came out in 1986. So you can't see the comet, but, but the Earth travels through the path of where the comet once the, the, yeah. the, the tail or something right. through that so, yeah so that's what causes those meteors when, when once the earth crosses the path it you know the meteors fall into the atmosphere and you know we See, have those meteors that's cool and i'm going to go out tonight I'm definitely going to go. If the peak is tonight, and if like every three minutes, maybe. If you're lucky. I, well, that's average. It's hard for me to get out there anymore if it's less than 100 meteors an hour. Oh, because gosh. You want to see Yeah, 100 it. meteors an hour, and I might see 10 in an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, I didn't see where I'm supposed to look. I don't know. if Did, did you happen to see any? Uh, well, look at the name. Is where Orion is. I don't, yes, I don't know where Orion he's is. He's up there somewhere. Well, up, duh. There's a belt. Three <laughs> stars. Orion's belt. That's Orion's belt. That's where they're going to oh, originate from. Oh, I have to get this from. app. It's, it's a free app yes. called Skyview. I need to yes. go. Yes, I'll tell you okay. exactly where, where Orion, Orion is. is, and that's where you look. So that's where you look. But they're all over. I mean, yeah. I, and they say some of them could travel up to 148,000 miles per hour. Wow. Well, that's going to make uh, some streaky, streaky stardust going cool. through there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, and, one won't hit the ground. Like went, it wasn't too long ago. Was well, that it, over in Russia? Or no, it was local. Something happened. I missed that. What was that? Like like uh, near Miller, Missouri? It hit the hit oh. the ground. People were looking I, for. I, it. I read something there was a about fireball. that. Yeah, they thought it might have actually hit the ground. There was a sonic did, boom. Did they find anything? I hadn't heard that. And this was Shoot. a month ago. Yeah, I, I, I do remember that because they had some guy, the maybe the mayor or somebody. I remember somebody talking about that, there, that something may have happened, that they uh-huh. may have had some stardust or something on that. Cool. That would, that would be cool. I'd like to have one. Uh, well, you know, knowing our luck, we'll have one of those little things come and hit, and it'll hit our weather station, right. and we won't have a weather right. station anymore. But, you know, if that happens, I'm cool with it because I'll have the meteorite <laughs> rock <laughs> from the first phase. Uh, the other thing, uh, which in other news I thought was cool, uh, it's got a report that the hole in the ozone is the smallest it's been since they really discovered it in 1982. So you, how did it get smaller? Uh, less uh, chlorofluorocarbons in the atmosphere that destroys it. So basically, what this is saying is the stuff like the aerosols that we were using that causing it to erode. We've changed our way of life and reduce the the cfcs and reduce all this stuff and now the ozone is able to to i don't i don't know if regenerate is the right word but it, it the hole is smaller and what the ozone does is just protects us from the radiation it can of the heal stuff. itself so regenerate. that's why i didn't know it could heal itself like well, i was just thinking it would stop 
getting worse, but I didn't yeah, know it could actually get I don't better. fully understand the whole the whole thing. I I know it I know it can it, it's not being destroyed, so maybe maybe it's like the liver. Maybe it can, you know, kind of. So I have to talk in nurses' terms, so she'll understand that. But no, yeah, she I don't already speak knows. weather. Yeah, she doesn't, <laughs> doesn't speak weather. But do we have an ozone size indicator on our new uh, our weather station? Ooh, I don't know. My, oh, ozone has, size has indicator. a lot of stuff on there. <laughs> well, they did say though that that the ozone. Uh, where, where's that? Oh, it typically grows in September and October. In other words, it. I don't know if it's growing bigger or growing smaller. I don't know, but it's not. But it's the smallest it's been uh, since 1982, which is what 37 years. Is that well, 37 that's good years? news? Uh, yeah, because we we do need the ozone. If anybody thinks, oh, we don't need the ozone, it's not like a kidney. We need the ozone. So I thought that was interesting. I needed to do a a, a little sound thing, sound bite uh, drop. What do you call them? Stingers. Yes. Okay. See, Corey's on this all video stuff here. Mm-hmm. So I think it's almost time to get to the next segment. It's the weather word of the week. That is you. That's, and this week, Stormdar weather, weather word of the week is... Rawinsond. Is that an Indian term? Rawinsond. Where's my applause? Oh. I nailed it. You did? Okay, 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 okay. There you go. <laughs> I nailed that. Oh uh, no, it, it's so funny because because during the weather school we were trying to figure out how do you say this, and so Shara was taking all these different pronunciation things off the internet. And there's like three or four different ways to say it. I think it's Rawinson. How that's did what you... I said, Rawinson. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, that, that's what I think is. You're looking at me like I said some, but I did. I mean, no, I no, know. when you said it, you kind of looked at me like, Rawinson? <laughs> okay, so what's Rawinson mean? <clears throat> A balloon that is tracked by radar to measure wind speeds and wind directions in the atmosphere. Awesome. So it's kind of like a radioson, but it's... Specifically for wind. So when the wind blows, this balloon goes... I mean, Corey, I think we could have a Rawinson. Why don't we just call it a wind balloon? That's what I think. I can buy one on Amazon right now. A weather balloon or a Rawinson? Well, a weather balloon. We could probably invent something to connect to it, maybe. Send our weather station (laughs) up there with it. You know, it, you know, it 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 radios back every minute. Maybe we can get all this information. Wouldn't that be cool? I of course, don't they don't last very long. That's true. And then we have to have a little package that they they can ship it back to us if they don't keep it for for sake. I don't know. I I I think we just need to stay kind of inside our little box that we've that we've <laughs> that we've created just now with this new weather um, station and work on. I, I think Jason and Melissa would probably really like to could host a Forsyth. I don't know. Yeah, do they have internet in Forsyth over there? Uh, Are they in Forsyth or are they outside of Forsyth? They are right on the edge. I don't know. I will ask them. Hmm. Because my buddy Ray is just on the north side. Well, if you know anybody, you're in the middle of Forsyth. So maybe we can ask them. I don't know. I mean, I mean these these things cost money. So I mean, if if you want to host it, it we we're gonna have to figure out how to how to get the money to make this uh, happen. So like you said, Shara, maybe a GoFundMe or something. We need, a, we need a fundraiser. A fundraiser. Well, a big stormdart potluck. You know? <laughs> stormdart potluck. Oh my! See, we need her on the team. That's <laughs> that's the thing there. 
It's always huh. good to have a woman's perspective. Uh, I've, I have never argued with that. I don't know. How many M&Ms are left over there? Not many. She's no. eaten several. I did not eat very many. <laughs> I had like a small handful. Yeah. You got those Red Hots over there. Yeah. Those are cherry sours. They look like Red Hots to me. I don't do Red Hots. I don't do, I don't, I don't do cinnamon either. Cherry sours. I like cinnamon, like incense, like in the house, but I don't like eating, eating cinnamon. Hurts my mouth. Oh, gosh. Well, I think you two are, are off to a fun evening, and I'm going to probably make, make brownies and look at my weather station. So anything else you want to add? We've covered lots of stuff tonight. No. No. How about Shara? You want to add anything? Nope, I'm good. You're ready to get on with your thing. Well, thank you for joining us again. Thank you on, for having on me. On Door Weather. So uh, where's my... Oh, wait a minute. I'm looking for my outro. I didn't print it, so I'm go- <laughs> you should know. You should know it by now. I should. I should know it by now. But knowing me, I I don't know. So I'm gonna wait a minute. I'm gonna have to sound. The music's gonna be playing, and I know. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go back to. You know, see, this is what happens. It's like I never know. Okay, my outro is not there either. So how about there? There's my outro. Okay, so let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> Okay, be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.